0: Log Talk Radio.
1: This one? Um. Okay, I am live. Can everyone see me and hear me? Okay. All right. Well, welcome to my show. Spirit Talk with Jade. Um. Thank you for everyone who's tuning in. Um. It's been a long couple past days. Spiritually, there's been a lot going on. Um, I don't know if it's the full moon or what, but um, it's just been, like, nonstop the past couple days. So um, this is my first live, so bear with me, please. Um, Thank you, Ryan, for the opportunity to be on your show. And... um, I'm really excited <laughs> and super nervous. Um, well, first of all, I am a psychic medium. I am a paranormal investigator, and I am with the awesome team, Ghost Stories, Fact, and Fiction from Buffalo, New York. Um, if you're not already following them, please go do that now. Um, Ghost Stories, Fact, and Fiction again, or GFFS. Um So I'm representing them today as well. Love you guys. Um, where do you even start? So I'm going to keep looking down because I have notes here. Um, I've been taking a lot of notes and like preparing for this show and the events over the last two days have just, I mean, I have my notes and stuff as reference, but I really just kind of want to speak from the heart tonight and, um, hopefully connect with all of you. So um, I did say that this episode or topic for the day would be Ouija boards and that is going to be part of it. But I think the topic's going to get kind of a little more off because I feel like a lot of people that I know are like suffering right now. And I just feel like, I don't know, I think we'll just, run with whatever. So, anyways, I am a psychic medium. Yes. Um Some days it is more of a curse than a blessing, but um, I'm definitely getting stronger. But um where should we start? One sec. All right, well, to start out, I mean, most of you know already, if you're watching this, probably, um, I had a really traumatic childhood growing up, and um, it caused me to, I I don't know how to explain it, but I ended up being raised by my grandmother, and um, she was very spiritual, and I feel like I inherited her gifts and stuff, and, um, but... Even as a little girl, I always had questions about the other side. And I just always knew, even if no one told me about God or angels or spirits, I still knew that they were there. I always knew that they were there. and um, But because I had a bad childhood, I, I feel like my gift was completely just shut off for a while. Um, <clears throat> but my grandma still encouraged me. Um I always saw spirits. I had this thing. It was really bizarre. Whenever we would go on trips or just driving down the road, when I was little, we would pass, like, cemeteries. And I would be like, oh, this cemetery is coming up on our left or, you know, a mile down the road. And sure enough, I'd, I'd be right. But at the time, I didn't tell anybody. But, I mean, I thought that was weird. But I guess that just became normal for me, <laughs> you know. Um but um, anyways, I'll probably just jump around because, you know, full moon craziness. Um, I I did my first Ouija board when I was 16 years old. Um, I was with two other people, and I can't remember where I got the idea to even use a Ouija board. I mean, I must have seen it somewhere, but um, so me and two friends did it. Um, and Obviously, you know, when you're young, you like, I mean, for me, I just, I, I, I didn't know what the heck I was doing at the time. (laughs) I just wanted to, I, I guess it was just for the thrill at first, but so we did the Ouija board and I ended up contacting, we ended up contacting a spirit that was very communicative and it let us know that he was a negative spirit. And, I mean, we just kept talking, of course, without any care in the world. And so it starts saying that he, like, murdered somebody or something like that. And um, we're like, okay, where are you in the room? It spells out bad, be right? So we get all creeped out. And we're like, all right, so we're done. So we ended up, like, Putting the board away, didn't close it properly, didn't say goodbye, nothing. (laughs) And at the time, I was not, when I was 16, I was living with a roommate who was a Christian at the time. (laughs) She only knew. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like, things started going missing. And I can remember every time I went down to the basement to do laundry or come upstairs, I would sense, like, a spirit there, and I was threatened by it. It was, like, really scary, and it got to the point where things kept going missing and, like, just, like, an atmosphere of fear just, like, was through the house. And so I finally, like, told her what had happened, and she, well, at the time, she's like, oh, no, like, I'm getting someone from the church over here. I was like, oh, really? So then they came over. It was like like in a movie, they like burned the board and prayed over it and everything, that was crazy. So that was my first Ouija board experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I, so still having the gift of being a medium, I, after, when I was 16, my grandparents came from the States, um, came from the States to Canada to come pick me up and take me to live with them and they were like not they were just awesome people but they really encouraged all of my gifts and they ended up taking me to a uh, lily new york which is the biggest community i think in the world of spiritualists and um psychic mediums and um So we started going there and then we would go like weekly, like it just became like a routine and my gifts, I just kept unlocking them, I guess. (laughs) And like, I just always knew that this was my path, but they really encouraged it. And so I would do like weekly seminars there. Um, I would sit alongside other mediums and um, do, do workshops and just spend a lot of time there and, um and then in 2000 and or yeah 2000 and maybe 8 i started going to like more haunted locations in western new york and um we me and like my my old friends we went all over the place we went to goodlberg cemetery in wales new york um from there to Rochester, we just drove all over New York to go to these haunted places. And I ended up starting my own, I ended up being the lead investigator of my own, um, like, it was like the first Christian group who studied the paranormal in Buffalo at the time. I think there was like eight of us. Back at, but back, yeah, back in like 2008, and we had all the old school equipment and everything. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. So, all the while, I'm like doing Ouija boards and, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I studied a lot at the time. I studied a lot of like, um, like different subjects like um, astral travel and numerology. i had already studied astrology. Um, I think I. I went to school and got a bachelor's degree in world religion, <laughs> and that was really cool. And I just studied, and I don't know, looking back, this was all, like, totally just part of, like, a grand purpose, like, preparing me for something. And, um, sorry, my lips are dry. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Um, 2008. I hear about a house near Buffalo that had had an exorcism in it. Out in Olean, near 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 Olean, I can remember being like 18 and driving out there, and with some friends. And Lord, I had no idea how this trip was going to impact the rest of my life. But let me tell you, it has changed my life in so many ways. Um, So we went there. Right away, first time, there's just, when you enter onto that property, you enter into like a bubble. Like it's a totally different world. it's separate from your everyday life. I don't know how to describe it. So one of the first times that we go there, wow, I haven't told this story in a while. I, um, I, I mean, at this point, I didn't consider myself like a full-blown medium like I do now. <laughs> um, I mean, I knew my spirits and everything, but I was not prepared at the time for what happened we get to the property and immediately of course we're sensing stuff and we see a tall figure a tall, I'm talking 12 foot tall black shadow figure standing there I, I think I dropped to the ground and the people I was with they told me that I said the man wants You, they said, I said, the man wants me to go, but you to stay, saying that it wanted me to stay there. It was crazy, but I didn't, I I didn't, I have no recollection of that whatsoever. So then when we leave, we're maybe a mile down the um, property and we see this like, and I've never seen anything like it again. It was like um something that the cryptid researchers researchers would know of. It 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 looks almost like a deer, like half deer, half person, and it was jumping in the tall grass, just like up and down and up and down toward us, fast, running. That scared me to death. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> um I ended up not going there for a while. I really stopped ghost hunting after that because I felt like I had some weird connection to that place, and it scared me, and it kept calling me back. Um, So I stopped doing that for a while, and I took the time to work on other issues in my life and stuff. Um, I still practice, you know. Religion or whatever, <laughs> but um. So then, um, but what was it now? I don't know if Daniel Class is watching, which I don't think he is. Cause he's that? A Paracon, right? Um. However long ago it was, the new owner of the Hinsdale House. We like got in touch. And he said, you want to come back? And I felt like I had unfinished business there. So I said, yeah. For <clears throat> so, like 10 years, I've been having these like dreams about this girl, still house. And um, so so I went back. And um, this was a little while after my grandparents had passed away. And if we're getting back to Ouija boards. Um, in 2016, my grandmother passed away, and she's the one who raised me. I feel like she was my soulmate. I miss her death, and after she passed away was the first time that I used the Ouija by myself. Normally, I would do it with other people. Um, I had some friends who were witches, we would do it all the time together, but I think that it was sheer, like, just desperation and hopelessness, I guess, that I was going to do it by myself. And normally they, they say, you know, don't do the Ouija board by yourself. Well, I have learned things the hard way anyway. So at that point, I was going to do whatever to talk to them again. And I'd already, you know, been seeing ghosts. So... <laughs> So I took my my Ouija board and I went to their house after they passed away. The house was empty and crying. I sat in the kitchen at the kitchen table where I would always do all my other Ouija boards. And, you know, I just begged them to talk to me. And they did come through, which shocked me at the time because I, I, I guess, in twenty sixteen I, I guess I wasn't sure that one person alone could really create enough energy to use the board themselves. It worked immediately. My grandparents came through and it was kind of cool because my grandma on the board said, She goes, um, don't use the board, don't rely on the Ouija board to learn how to communicate with me. Like you can find other ways to communicate with me, which I have learned is true. But um, after that, that just became a phone to the other side for me, the Ouija boards, and I've done maybe a thousand now, I would say. Um, but that took on a whole another life of its own. <laughs> um, so, as a medium, what I do. I help spirits who have been through trauma, either can range from suicides, murders, unknown deaths, um, spirits who want their remains to be found. Um, I help them cross over to heaven. So the Ouija board, when I go to places like Kinsdale, I am working on a case there. Right now, somebody who um, was tortured there. And if if you know him still, you know that there's been a lot of trauma at that house. But I'm obviously not going to name any names. But um, I do believe that there is a an unknown female (laughs) who is buried under that home. So... When I go there and I do these things, I am connecting with these souls, and they do come to me at my house too. I mean, I will have to be there they they're just talking me all the time. <laughs> when I go to these places, the Ouija board makes it easier for me to communicate directly um, being a being a medium, I'm sensitive, and I can take in just everything and i and the Ouija board makes it easier. Yeah, it just makes it more of a direct contact instead of just, like, trying to wipe myself out with figuring out emotions and all that stuff. It just makes it easier, and it, it that's what works for me. Um, but um, hopefully I'm making sense with all this. Yeah, since still is amazing. <laughs> Shout out to Daniel Class. <laughs> amazing but spooky. But... um. So, anyway, so I help souls cross over, and that brings my own soul peace. I know that I'm called to do this, and nobody can tell me any different. I've seen and heard too much. Um, um, all right. So, doing what we do as paranormal investigators always, comes at a price, right? Um, If I'm trying to lead souls to go to heaven and in some of these locations that we go to have negative entities, we're going to face some type of retaliation. And Mm -hmm. the past two days have really humbled me and... I mean, I sent a few of you, like, pictures. I got scratched, like, really bad, (laughs) and I've been grabbed to the point where I can feel a hand on my leg, and I have a picture of it, five huge fingerprints. This shit is real. (laughs) Excuse my language. This is real, and you know I don't know I, I don't know how much I even want to get into that it's it's a lot i I have to pray a lot, I have to stage a lot, I have to make sure that my intentions are always good when I'm going into these places, and I do a lot of research i this stuff really means a lot to me um but yeah, it's serious. I don't I don't take it as a joke at all. Um, so <clears throat> after all that, crazy as it is, I'm actually going back to the Hinsel house <laughs> tomorrow from five to eight PM. So, um I'm gonna do a quick investigation there based off the well off of the case that I've been researching, but and um, I went with my team back in our team back in September um, to Hinsdale, and they experienced me going through a lot <laughs> on that night. That was a great investigation, guys. It 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 it, it really was. I mean, yeah. But um, I will be returning tomorrow, so I will probably be you know, posting stuff about that, but it's more of, like, a personal trip, so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> sorry, guys. I totally dry. Okay. I think it's funny that Ouija boards are sold as children's games. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because I mean, so so I told you guys that I got scratched, right? Well, maybe the third last time that I went to Hinsdale and helped a soul crossover who I've been trying to help cross over for like ten years. Once she did, whatever evil is there threatened me and. And I, I, I think that's what's been attacking the hell out of me. But when you're using Ouija boards, I feel like, and I've learned by trial and error. I mean, I I I don't want to consider myself an expert. I've done a lot of Ouija boards. I know how to use them safely now, but from trial and error only. You know what I mean? Um, so... After that girl crossed over, I got a threat saying that if I ever go back there and try to help another soul cross over, that it was going to, what did it say specifically, make my life a living hell. It was really crazy. Um, So... I'm just wondering, how many of you have done Ouija boards before? Um, have you heard the stories of the famous Ouija board demon named Zozo? Have you heard about it? Comment here if you have. Um, you know, I thought you know I, I I thought it was kind of a bunch of baloney, even though that entity has come through to me on the Ouija board before years ago. It has it like once. <clears throat> After helping that girl cross over, this thing came through immediately. And so I did some research on it. And Zozo is actually a more of a modern term. The it it is a demonic spirit, but The, it's actual name is Payman, P-A-I-M-O-N. And if any of you have watched the, uh, hereditary movie that kind of depicts it, but it's, it's, it's pretty scary. But this thing came through to me at the Hansel house (laughs) and yeah, I was, I was scared to death. I, I, I really was like, I try to stay humble. I know what these things can do and. But if I don't go into these places with the right intentions and feeling like God is my back, and I, it's just gonna, it, it it'll take over. It can ruin your health. It'll ruin your family. It'll ruin your finances. It'll ruin your mental health. You will be to your age. So, you gotta stay strong in your faith. Um, let me just check the time. I just got. It's just not working. Okay. All right. Um, so next week I'm going to be doing a different topic probably. This is kind of the first show, so I was just kind of like, you know, maybe letting you guys get to know me a little bit better if you don't already know me and stuff. And I I just want this to be genuine and, like, an open platform, you know, and especially for Paranormal topics and for me this is every day. Even if I try to not think about it, it still happens. Spirits still talk to me. So I don't know, this is my life. I really appreciate you guys listening. I'm not totally sure how much longer I'm gonna go, but listen, if you aren't already following, please follow our Ghost Hunting Team on Facebook. Ghost stories, fast and fiction. I will tag them when I'm done the video. Um, love you guys. Um, so yeah, next week I will have maybe like a more set topic, and then November 20th I'm gonna have the one of the founders of the of our Ghost Hunting Team, uh, Sean Lee Slow, as a guest. And I'm going to be talking to her and asking her, you know, I guess, you know, what led her to where she is spiritually today. So I'll have some other guests as well. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Thank you, Ryan, again for this opportunity. And, yeah, have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Bye.